0: My job as a priest in the church, anywhere, anytime, my first job, my first obligation is to do what they call preach the gospel. Preaching the gospel is uh, an undertaking of bearing good news into hard places often. And I don't know of a harder place than this place right now. I just don't. There are places as far A little bit of which we just heard, and here is what that writer says to us: The steadfast love of God never ceases. God's mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And then Paul, Paul writing to the first Christians in Rome, that great imperial capital, from tail, from his. For himself, facing a terrible death, writes that nothing in all creation will be able to separate all those early Christians and himself from that same steadfast love of God. Nothing. And John, in that gospel I just read, assures us that God's domain, God's dominion, the space of God is more spacious and open and welcoming than any of us can begin to imagine. Using the metaphor of a house, He speaks to us of its endless, endless capacity to take us in. Its endless capaciousness. The steadfast love of God is as vast and nurturing and loving and hugging and warm and safe as anything, any of us can imagine and so much more than that. So I'm going to tell you this terrible morning, when every part in this room is fractured, it's in so much pain that your son, your brother, your grandson, your cousin, your nephew, your friend, loaded. All uh-huh. right. Less than used to me about in one of our conversations this week. It's a real thing, it actually hurts. And she's cried, right. hearts break. Hearts physically break sometimes. And hearts in this holy place this morning are broken. years ahead. And second, also, like a broken bone, your broken parts will heal, but they will never be the same. There will always be space in those lives where living was. What I want you to believe with me is that he is right And also, they know you meet and me, and we and we. They know how sad you are and will be, and they love you and all your tears so much. And they say, God, you that even your pain cannot separate you from God's with love. God. My sadness and my pain are gone. Gone. All my pain is gone. The steadfast love of God never ceases. God's persons never come to They are new every morning. They are new this morning. There's a hymn I like a lot. and I not want to share a little bit. Of, I'm not I want to share. A little bit of it with you. It's by it's a contemporary and named Brian Wren. And it's a prayer of sorts inviting us to bring the many hands of God into our hearts. He invokes in the hymn the God of all the stories that we tell. The parables we tell about God. The God who is mother to us He says nurturing and ordering and tightening and caring. The God who is loving father who he was hugging every child, he says. But God, he calls, and I resonate with this a lot, old 18 God. Old 18 God, he says, brave with endless care. But bless of good surprises, and a lot with despair. And then God, and then we'll grin at the end of the hymn names this God, who I think he means to be Jesus, but which brings me back to the living. Young, growing God, eager, on the move, saying no to falsehood and unkindness, giving all you have. The hymn ends with a kind of summary of God's name. Great, loving God, you've been blessed, never fully grown, joyful, dark. Closer yet than breathing, everlasting home. And that is exactly where William is. Far beyond our singing, closer yet than breathing, he is right there in the everlasting home which is uh, the last love, from which nothing in all creation, and separate us nothing at all—not now, not ever. Now, how do I know that all of those things that will obscure itself is wrapped up? Christian mystic. And so yesterday, as I was getting ready to come up here to the church and meet with Leslie and Will, I was listening, as I often do, to the BBC's afternoon concert, which, in the morning when I'm getting ready for a day, uh, is happening there in the afternoon, but morning hour time. And there I am, brushing my teeth, when I hear coming out of the speaker, the most beautiful music I've heard in a really, really long time. Amazing music. It, it made me stop brushing my teeth. And just stop and, and listen to this music. It was some kind of organ music. I I listened, I thought, what is this? I, I think I hear it in a little bop, but then the music moves into this kind of deep, powerful, minor key, a kind of lament, it sounds to me like a cry almost, a chord that just deepens and deepens in this minor key. And then, gradually, as I listen, that cry resolves into music that I can only describe as pure splendor, pure splendor. What is this kind And The music ends, and you know, I listen, and an announcer tells me that what I've just heard is Transcription and augmentation for order of a chorale shortened by Bach from his Easter And this chorale and this piece is called Biden, Klagen, Sorgen, Sagen, which means pretty much weeping. and all of our talking, and all of our slogan, and all of our clogging, all our meeting, and all our money, and all our brain, and all our food, all of that music, and this is the most amazing part of this, all of that music was composed by Franz Liszt in 1862, right after the, the tragic death of his daughter. And that music is about the deepest sorrow Human being experience. You're sorry. Right. And it's paced and set smack in the middle of an Easter parade, a cantata about resurrection. Well, I did this thing you I stood there, I thought, smack in by God with a toothbrush. And then I took my finger and put it on a little red dot and pushed this thing back away and listened to this music all over again. And I thought this, I thought that music came to me directly from the great God who lifts us out of death back into life over and over and over and over again until we are human. And with up, last, Takes us into God's with life and play. And that piece of music arrived in my life, kindness of a courier, a heavenly courier, whose name is on Connor Ewell. I am certain He is joined with God's personal love. He knows our meaning lamentation and our worry and our fear in exactly the same way as God does because they are joined together. And together because they are joined they are with Jesus who is all time. and they say